0: section 16 of gadsby this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by kathy reynolds albany new york gadsby by ernest vincent wright chapter 16 branton hills now an up to today's city Coming to that point of motorizing all city apparatus had just a last, solitary company of that class, which an inhabitant frantically calls to a burning building, Company 4, in our big shopping district, all apparatus of which was still animal-drawn, four big husky chaps, two blacks and two roans. Any thought of backing in any sort of motor apparatus onto this floor Upon which this loyal four had, during many months, stood, champing at bits, pawing and whinnying to start out that big door, in daylight or night gloom, calm or storm, was mighty tough for old Dowd and Clancy. A man living day and night with such glorious, vivacious animals grows to look upon such as almost human. Bright, brainy, sparkling colts can win a strong hold on a man, you know. And now, what form of disposal was awaiting Big Four, as Clancy and Dowd took a fond joy in dubbing this pair of blacks and two roans? Clancy and Dowd didn't know anything but that a mass of cogs, piping, brass railings, an intricacy of knobs, buttons, spark plugs, forward clutch, and so forth, was coming tomorrow. "'Ah,' said Dowd moaningly, "'you know, Clancy, that good old light shifting about and that light stomping in that row of stalls at night you know old man that happy crunching of corn that occasional cough that tail swatting at a fly or crazy zigzagging moth that grand animal odor from that back part of this floor i do said clancy and now what a loud whiz of a motor a suffocating blast of gas and a dom thing a standin on this floor with no brain with nothin lovin about it with no soul. Mm-hmm, said Dowd. I don't know about an animal having a soul, but it's got a thing not so damn far from it. As Clancy sat worrying about various forms of disposal for Big Four, an official phoning from City Hall said just an ordinary common word, which had Clancy hopping up and down furiously mad. What's all this? What's all this? Dowd sang out, coming from a stall, in which a good rubbing down of a shiny coat and continuous loving pats had brought snuggling and nosing auction said clancy wildly and sitting down with a thud auction auction for big four what put up on a block as you would a jap urn or a phony diamond uh-huh that's what city hall says an awful calm slunk insidiously onto that big smooth floor as dowd and clancy Chins on hands sat, just thinking. Finally, Clancy burst out with Ah oh, if an alarm would only ring in right now to stop my brain from cracking. Auction Bah. A big crowd stood in City Park, including his honor, many a councilman, and naturally old Bill Simpkins, who was always bound to know what was going on. A loud, fast talking man on a high stand was shouting all right you guys how much how much for this big black a mountain of muscular ability young kind willing smart how much how much bids abominably low at first but slowly crawling up crawling slowly as a boa constrictor crawls up on its victim but without fail as a bid was sung out from that surging gawking chin lifting mob a woman way in back would surpass it and that woman hung on as no boa constrictor could Gadsby, way down in front, couldn't fathom it at all. Why should a woman want Big Four? A solitary animal, possibly, but four? So his honor, turning and making his way toward that back row, ran smack into Nancy. Daddy, Lady Standish is outbidding all this crowd. Oh-ho, so that's it. So Gadsby, pushing his way again through that jam and coming to that most worthy woman, said, by golly, Sally, it's plain that you want big four. John Gadsby, you ought to know that I do. Why, a man might buy that big pair of roans to hitch up to a plow or hook a big black onto an ash cart. I know that, Sally, but that small backyard of yours is... John, do your municipal occupations knock all past day's doings out of your skull? You know that I own a grand, big patch of land out in our suburbs, half as big as Branton Hill's so this big four will just run around, jump, roll, kick, and loaf until doomsday, if I can wallop this mob out of bidding. As Lady Standish was long known as standing first in valuation on Branton Hill's tax list, nobody in that crowd was so foolish as to hang on, in a war of bidding, against that bankroll. So Gadsby shook hands, put an arm about Nancy, walking happily away, as a roar of plaudits shot out from that crowd, for that loud fast-talking man was announcing sold all four to lady standish as gadsby and nancy ran across old bill simpkins gadsby said bill you know that grand old day look a building is burning a patrolman has put in an alarm and now look coming down broadway two big blacks and following on two big roans what grand mighty animals nostrils dilating big hoofs pounding gigantic flanks bulging, mighty lungs snorting, monstrous backs straining, thick, full tails standing straight out. Coming, sir, coming, sir, just as fast as brain and brawn can, and that gong-clanging, air-splitting, whistling, shining, sizzling, smoking four tons of apparatus roars past, grinding and banging on Broadway's paving. You saw all that, Bill. Uh-huh, said Simpkins, but a motor don't hurt our paving so much. As Nancy took his honor's arm again, Gadsby said, Poor cranky old Bill, always running things down. But how about Clancy and Dowd? On moving out from that big park, that happy pair, if knighthood was in bloom today, would bow low and kiss Fair Lady Standish's hand. End of section sixteen